I didn't know that was your Instagram. It you was like when you reached out the other day and was like, man, let me hop on the pod. I was like, you know, bet, say less, um, let's connect. But what got you into like creating art? I remember back in the day, for those that's listening, Mike and I go way back. I would say almost like way 20. back, like 20, like Rico, I've known you, bro, for like 20 years, ele, ele, Like elementary. <laughs> Banneker, you know, shout out to Sarah yes. H. Givens, uh, for those that don't know. And Mike's been doing a, a, a wonderful job in manifesting whatever he put into the universe, such as NFTs and, you know, obviously being a family man. But all those things to say is like, Mike, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like when I went through your whole catalog, I was like, damn, Mike, I didn't know you got into art. So what made you like get into that space and to NFTs and all that type of stuff? Okay, Rico. So I um, I got into like crypto, like Bitcoin. I, I started investing in Bitcoin. Well, I, I knew about Bitcoin since like 2018 or something like that. But right. It, I didn't like, I didn't invest in it. I didn't, it, it was like sketchy to me. You know what I'm saying? I kind of just right. heard what it was, but I, I wasn't about to put any of my money towards it. So right. um, last year, I would say maybe around the summer of last year, I really started doing my research and I'm like, man, like this is like, like life changing. You know what I'm saying? This is revolutionary technology, whatever. So I started investing in Bitcoin and um Later on in the year, I started like broadening my horizons, I guess, and started investing in like Ethereum and Litecoin, like other other cryptocurrencies. So, long story short, Rico, I um, I didn't okay. So NFTs, I didn't know what NFTs were until March of this year, and I right. found out what NFTs were um, through something called NBA Top Shot. Have you heard of that? You probably have. I'm on there. I'm I'm on there. Oh. For real? Yeah, yeah, I'm on there. You gotta add me. It's uh oh. Rico Gr. <laughs> okay, so Rico, yeah. when I first heard that, like when I first heard what NBA Top Shots was a concept and stuff, bro, I thought it was the dumbest thing I had ever heard in my life. I, I promise. Right. Like, I'm like, dude, to to pay money for you know a, a video clip of LeBron Duncan when you can literally go on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, and and, right. and look at it for free, send it to whoever. It didn't really like register to me, bro. So right. I mean, I just kind of kind of did my research and and I had to let the the you know, you have to let it sink into your head, bro, as far as right. like the whole kind of concept of NFT. So absolutely once, once I finally kind of got it, it took like a month for me to really like get it. Um I mean, you know me, bro. I never did art yeah. when we were younger. Yeah. Like, if you've known me, like me going to the, I mean, people on here that don't know, like Rico, when you went to DePaul, yeah. like people don't For know, sure. bro. I used to go to DePaul, me and Johnny, like every weekend, dude. Shout out like, to my guy, Johnny. Go, yeah. Shout out yeah. to Johnny, man. We used to go to DePaul. I used to hang out with this dude. I, I never, like, man, the, the Rico, apartment was You never big. saw me drawing. Yeah, bro. We used to go to parties, hang out. We were like athletes, bro. Rico yeah. was a, is a ball player. And I never grew up really doing art like that. You know that. I mean, you never right. really saw me doing that. So I, I read and, that in the caption of yours, how you just got into this space a few months ago. And to see where you ago, are. Six months ago, I started painting Rico. So in April, Honestly, Rico, I was like, I was like real depressed, bro. So, so, okay. So listen, so with the crypto man, yeah. and, and this is a reason why I want to like teach people about, you know, the ins and outs of this. 
Right. I thought I thought I knew what I was doing or whatever. And long story short, I got like my like wallet hacked. I got my crypto stolen from me, bro. They took like ten thousand dollars worth of like cryptocurrency from me, like that I had been saving up. A scammer. Yes, dude. That I had been saving up from like the year before or whatever. Like it it was. It was like a lot of money, man. What What was going through your head? Obviously, it's. Like who? Like how can you report that and say like somebody just you can't. scammed? Like you somebody can't. just scammed? <laughs> you can't. You can't, Rico. I woke up. I literally woke up the next morning and saw like notifications on my phone as far as like the money being transferred to like other people's accounts and stuff like that. It, there was no HR or you know like no. There's nobody you can contact, bro. If that happens, you just kind of screwed. So. I was screwed. So well, I had I was bad. going through like like did you go and that's when you went to your depression state? Yeah, like, bro, I'm like, I'm like, man, this was this was I mean, cause you know where we're from, bro, bro. Where yeah. we from it's 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 hard to kind of succeed, man. You have to Ma- manifest. Not, yeah, bro. If you're not bouncing a ball or or a you music know artist, even yeah, a music bro. artist is a one percent. I mean, the right, only person right. I could think of is is Freddie Gibbs, Gibbs per se. Gibbs. That, that's it. But it's uh, it's hard making it out of our community. But I, I feel like you and I are the one percent. And when I when I say that, it's because you have to surround yourself with different peers. And when mm-hmm. you start to surround yourself with with new people, it's like, oh, you changed up. Like, no, it's just like. I want to explore different options. Like I know what's here, but let me go into this space and be around other creatives and other people that's going to put me in a place to succeed. So I can get one of my guys and be like, Hey, if you come to this space, it's going to take care of you. And that's why I see what you're doing. Before I finish, bro, I just want to say, like you said, you proud of me. Like I'm proud of you, bro. You like a a little brother, man, even though you you know (laughs) six inches taller than me, however much. Like, come on, Rico. We we on this podcast or whatever, but I've known you, Rico, since you were a little kid, dude. You, your mom, like you know what I'm saying? You know, my whole family and all that. Yeah, Yeah, bro. It's like people don't understand. We on this podcast, but you you really like family, bro, for real, for real. Yeah, they they not going to get it. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> expect for them to understand. Like, I could go back. Use you taught me how to use the torque bow and the sniper on Gears of War, and that's another <laughs> endeavor. Like, yeah, I could go. I could go back in history, and I I want to start up. You know, the whole taking back like gaming competitively because it's a lucrative business now. We were yeah, doing bro. that before. Like, it's a thing, and and monetizing the digital media is like. It could it it can explode, but it's only twenty four hours in a day, right? Bro. Like you gotta fi- like find that time to to game and, and compete. And for me, I I try to do that in my schedule. And it's like the only time that I can compete in game is really after hours. Right, right. But yeah, bro. I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know yeah. to just put that in there. So let me let me kind of just finish yeah, on for sure. So, okay, Rico. So so like we were saying, I mean, I got I got like ten thousand dollars worth of crypto. If you understand how crypto works, this was back in like April. Right. I mean, the price of, of Bitcoin was maybe forty something thousand dollars or something like that. It's like sixty two thousand dollars now. The price of the right. You know what I'm saying? All these cryptos have have you know risen in value since that time. So if I just kind of kept that money, I, I understood that. I didn't lose $10,000 of 
USD that, you know what I'm saying, in theory, you know what I'm saying, inflation, we're, we're losing value on the dollar. You know what I'm saying? I understood right. that I lost $10,000 of money that's growing in value. So it was like, man, Rico, I was, I was hurt, bro. So it was that along with just, you know, family stuff going on. You kind of know yeah. like my, my family situation. So honestly, Rico, it, it was, um, I, I was like down, like I said, I was super depressed. I didn't know where to do, you know, where to go, what to yeah. do. And um, I honestly think, man, God, like, like for real, something kind of just, just told me like, man, start, start painting, pick up a paintbrush and start making art. So that's funny, man. Since you know my family, let, yeah. let me, let me kind of just, just yeah, continue for on. sure. So what's funny is Rico, I had like a little paint set at, at my crib, um, like maybe four or five different colors of paint and like super small, like this big paint brushes. And um, I'm like, man, let me just give this a try. So I painted, you know, maybe two or three faces or something like that. And I took pictures of them and I sent them in like a group message to my mom, my pops and KK. And I'm like, y'all, you know, look at these. I didn't say that I painted them. I'm just like, yo, look at these paintings. And KK was like, whoa, like Mikey, this is uh, this is dope. Like who, who painted this? I'm like, I, I painted it. And she was right. like, oh, okay, this is <laughs> this is yeah, dope. So it's legit. KK, yeah, bro. So like KK or you know my family was kind of the first. Okay, so so like let me just tone, like this tone of voice. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, perfect. So so like I was saying, bro. So. Right. Uh, uh, I had already, you know, I knew what NFTs were. Like I said, in March, I found out what they were. Um, and I had like $10,000 worth of crypto. So actually, actually, I had more than that, Rico. I maybe had like 12000 13000 because I spent like two or 3000 on NFTs, like people's projects and stuff like that, that, you know, art that I thought was cool. So right. I already knew what NFTs were. So when I got my, my wallet hacked, I lost my crypto along with the NFTs that I bought. So I was like, they, they completely cleaned me out, bro. So in April, you know, I told you, I, I got the, the notion to start painting. I already knew what NFTs were because I bought some already, right? I already knew what crypto was and how crypto works. So it was an easy kind of like transition, you know what I'm saying? To go right. from, okay, I'm gonna paint this and I know how to upload it. I know how to do everything. So that's what I started doing, bro. So what's funny is when I first started making NFTs, I was selling them for like, 10 bucks bro i was selling them for like five ten maybe twenty dollars equivalent of like ethereum because i didn't i i, I didn't know how much you know what i'm saying I, I i couldn't i didn't know what to value my art i had never sold any art to anybody you know what i'm saying i was brand new so what did i look like trying to sell my art for a thousand dollars you know what i'm saying and nobody knew who i was you know so I, I went into the whole NFT space with like a plan and understanding that nobody knows me. Um, I'm a black dude from Gary, Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it's a lot against me. You know what I'm saying? So I just thank God, bro, for real, man. I, I start, I start uploading the NFTs and I'm like, man, these ain't gonna never sell. You know, I, I just thought it was cool that I knew how to do it and it was new technology and all that. So Rico, the first the first painting I sold was maybe, well, the first NFT I sold was maybe like two weeks after I uploaded it. 
and it was maybe for like five bucks. But bro, like the feeling that I got when I sold that first one, Rico, I'm like, man, like somebody actually, somebody that don't know me from Adam, bro, bought like something that I painted. You know what I'm saying? I it, I couldn't believe it, dude. And it like it pumped me. I'm like, yo, this I might have something here, bro. So I just continue to make art. I mean, the 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 things that I create is just it comes from my mind, bro. I don't have like a specific style. You see the art that I have is I it's kind of all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So take so for the listeners, they're they're asking or, or thinking how like where can I upload an NFT? Is it a website or, or how does that operate? So it's a whole you have to start with a wallet first. You have to get a crypto wallet or, you know, mainly an Ethereum wallet if you're uploading NFTs on Ethereum. So it's a, it's a website. It's something called MetaMask. It's a okay. wallet. It's an app you can, well, it's on the App Store. It's on the Google Play Store or whatever you can download it. And it's a wallet that holds the crypto. I mean, it's like a wallet in your pocket, you know what I'm saying? A physical wallet that holds the money that you have, but it holds, you know, various cryptocurrencies. So that's how you, that's how you get started. That's like step one, because you have to have the cryptocurrency to even upload the artwork that you have to even put it up for sale. Does that make sense? I'm trying right. to like- Yeah, for sure. I know it's, it's gonna be complicated, yeah, I'm trying to, because I, I know this enough that I feel like I can simplify it enough to where, you know, the 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 person that's never heard of any of this can kind of get an understanding. But I mean, if you know anything about it, it's, it's really complicated. It ain't as simple as what I'm, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you get a wallet and depending on what type of artwork you make, see with NFTs, it doesn't have to be just necessarily artwork you know what i'm saying I, I know like musicians i know rappers out here that that sell their music as nfts i know photographers out here that sell you know their photography as nfts it's 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 so many like possibilities you know what i'm saying yeah i the first person i hear that got rich off nfts was tory lane I was gonna ask you, did you know about that? So for him to have sold a million copies of his album in the span of, bro, Rico, he sold out in like a couple minutes. I think it might've been like a minute. And all of that goes to him. He doesn't have to split that with, you know what I'm saying? This person, yeah. that person in his pockets, all of that goes to him. So it's, it's, it's so revolutionary. And something else, Rico, that I don't know if you know that um you get royalties off of the nfts that you sell so wow if i sell an nf i get a 10 percent royalty bro so if i sell you an nft for a hundred dollars and then you turn around and sell that same nft to your mama for a thousand dollars i get a hundred dollars of that forever and then let's say your mom sells it to whoever i get a 10 percent royalty on all the nfts i sell that's that's great. Now that's one of the questions I was going to ask you, is like, are the NFTs the future of art and collectibles? Yes, I I, I truly. That's down to, that's a value like that. You know what I'm saying? Am I still on this? Keep saying it's unstable, bro. That must be your Wi-Fi, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I got I got okay. I got like 10 devices on. Let me turn my Wi-Fi off on like oh, 
You got a lot going on. No, because I got like three laptops. I got a tablet. I got like three cell phones. Oh man, you got a lot going. I just got my laptop going on and you. I ain't think about that. Let me turn all these off, bro. And they literally like right in front of me. I have like five devices sitting right in front of me. So let me turn these off because that's probably why. Uh, I'm a, and I'm gonna rephrase the question again. Go Let ahead. me know when you're ready. Do I'll you turn see, it off. Okay, do you oh, see like- Oh, good, I turned off like four devices, so we okay. should be- We should be great. I said, are NFTs the future of art and collectibles? Uh, yeah, yeah, they are, bro. That's well, what do you, it, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. With, with the knowledge that you know, I mean, I haven't asked you what you know about it, right. but you say, me asking you that same question, would you say that it's the future? I think so. It's a, it's a digital space now. I mean, you, you live in the era that you got to be innovative. You got to be creative. Uh, the most lucrative jobs now are people that knows how to innovate and what value you bring. Yeah. Because a lot of companies now are trying to go into the digital space, but they don't have the personnel to grow in that space. Yeah. People like you and I, that's always going to have a job because I can help your brand and give you a strategy because I created Creative Rico. Yep. I I help a lot of other sports programs and other businesses in the media space 10x their content on social media. And it's all about having a strategy. And like, for example, on NBA Top Shot, it's almost like digital trading cards, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if I film a kid and go to a game, I can hold that as his masters and put that as an NFT to where he can purchase his master instead of hitting me up and be like, Hey Rico, you got that, that play. It's no different NBA top shot. You know what, you know what I had to like realize Rico, as far as just the value of anything that Mm -hmm. we put on, I mean, any, anything, anything. So the perfect example, like you just said, that NBA top shots are like digital trading cards. So I thought in the sense of a regular, a regular trading card, a regular, you know what I'm saying? A regular baseball, basketball card. What makes that valuable? It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's right. not the cardboard and ink that, that the, it's printed on. That's not worth anything. It's, it's the value is given to the people. It's what people are willing to, you know what I'm saying? What yeah. people are willing to pay for it or whatever the case may be. So once I understood that, I'm like, okay, so it, it kind of makes, you know what I'm saying? It made a little bit more sense Makes as sense. far as why people would get into NBA top shots or NFTs in general. Cause it's like, why would somebody buy a digital image? But then it's like, why would somebody buy anything? You know what I'm saying? Everything is, is People, we put value on whatever, but who who makes that value? You know what I'm saying? I was perplexed for a minute about Top Shot. One of my guys hit me up and was like, hey, Rico, I think this is a platform that you should be on. And I'm like, well, why the hell would I want to buy something as digitally when I could, like, I want to physically touch something. I want to physically know that I have that in my possession. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, one of my guys posted Dana Evans' clip on uh, NBA Top Shot. For those that don't know, Dana Evans is she just won a, a championship Shout with the Irish guy, yeah. um, a Gary, Indiana native. So I was more inclined to want to purchase that moment because of my connection with that individual. Exactly. And then once I purchased it for twenty bucks, I'm I'm seeing all the people who purchased it, and now her price up to a hundred. And so I'm like, let me build my catalog of 
get like by my favorite player. So I got a mellow clip uh, when he played in Portland for five bucks real quick. And then one of my guys was like, hey, Rico, I'm going to send you a gift. And he sent me Russell Westbrook. But it's, all, it's like that personal connection that I have with that highlight is basically you're a basketball junkie. Right. And, and you connect with so many creatives. And that put me in a space where it's like, if I want to trade this moment, I could basically double of what I paid. Right. But it's so, digital trading cards. Almost like when we play Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, it's just <laughs> in a much safer space. It's like, as long as I have my phone, I Right, you can literally sit here. Good. Rico, I'm glad that you brought that up because, man, I've been able to meet so many people from literally all around the world. Every day, Rico, I'm, I'm on, like, Clubhouse Talks. I'm on yeah. Twitter Spaces talking to, you know, interacting and, and networking, connecting with people from all around the world. So it it, it opens it opened my eyes or, or just it's like, man, like you just said, somebody can literally if you have a cell phone or if you have a laptop, you can literally like sit on, on the couch, bro. And, and make a living for yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's it, crazy. It, a lot of people, let's say our peers around, sometimes our community may not understand this conversation or what you're doing. They, they think it's corny because it's not your typical nine to five. It's it's, but it, we live in a space where you can do whatever you want to do. Exactly. Bro. Creative and you have a skill and you can prove that it has value to what you're trying to do. Opportunity is there. Exactly. And, and that's something that I assist out at Bosco prep. Um, and I talked to the, the young players besides just basketball. My main thing was off the floor because there's so many more distractions where you have talented kids, but they necessarily can't balance on and off the floor. But I'm like, it's hard, hey, bro. I got, it's I got, hard, bro. It, it is with so many distractions, but it's like, hey, man, I'm I'm an example of, of more than an athlete. Like, make sure if you want to stop hooping, make sure you got a plan B. Mm -hmm. Know that I got a media space where I could put you in the game and, and help you, you know, maneuver. But you got to also have a skill and take time to want to perfect that craft, just like basketball. Exactly, bro. That, that goes one ear out the other until something in life humbles them and then they, and they don't up. and they wish that they listened to Rico back in the day when Rico <laughs> yeah they like oh man you 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 think you better than us I'm like how am I think I'm better than you when I'm, I'm from the same community exactly bro <laughs> I, I, I can tell you my who I you, am my background you always I'm, and I'm so proud of you too Rico that you've always you you've always you've always been the same, bro. You've always been the same humble. Like you've always been a, a phenomenal, like basketball player, bro. Like I've known that. you in elementary school. You've always had tremendous talent as an athlete, but you, you were always humble, bro. You never like you, you always kept it real and you never got the big head, bro. And you always were willing to help people and all that. And that's like, you don't find that everywhere, bro. Not everybody is like that. No, no, they don't. I've been fortunate to play like six years. And the only reason I maneuver is because of the pandemic. Everybody went through it. There was no such thing as an athlete. So right. it's like, how, what can I do to create an opportunity for myself where I won't have to rely so much on the game because the game dictated when I could leave, when I could get a bag, someone's exactly. telling me what to do. And I found out that I don't like people telling me what to do to a certain degree. Right. Like, 
why are you telling me that I got to go 12 hours to go get a bag when all my loved ones are here? Um, more opportunity is here, but that was only because I created a platform for myself. And it just so happens that I was good at basketball. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, like, man, it's, he's a rare breed. Like he does film work. He does film, he edits film, but he also can tell you about the game. Like, right, right. From, like a, from a real, like, this dude yeah. is a professional, like, every step, like, this dude know what he's talking about. So most kids now, I don't have the expectations of them, like, hey, that's, you know, that's the one at hoop. I'm like, oh, that's the cameraman. And I'm like, that's cool until you, you Google me or you look at my, my platforms. You're like, oh, man, he won, he won capping like that. He was for real. Right. And I don't expect the young kids to know, like, what you and I did in the past or how we connect. I just kind of worry about the present with them. Right. Like, hey man, this is why I'm telling you the truth because you got celebrities, kids growing up and they're taking that 12th man roster. If they got three, 400,000 followers on a social media, Yeah. you could be like, I don't want to post, but like, dude, kids are making teams based off their social media presence because what that's bringing in capital for the business. Yeah. And, and that's a whole nother discussion, but the space you and I are in, man, it, it grabs the young kid's attention. It was like, man, I, I want to get into that where a, a kid would hit me up and be like, Hey Rico, I got a camera. I'll be like, post it. But they don't want that feedback from their peers because it's not cool. Like being in our community, they look at the cameraman and be like, why are you taking lame, bro? Right. <laughs> Think about it. Like, like we said, if you're not a, if you're not a rapper or, or, a, a ball player, some type of football, basketball, where we from, you're not, what What else, you know what I'm saying? Anything else that you're trying to do, people will probably look at it and be like, what are you trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why would you try to be a, uh, a artist? You know who, if, if I, I feel like if I was making art throughout the course of like my life, you know what I'm saying? And people saw me this or that, and I had this dream, I may not have, I may not be here, bro, because I feel like just where we from, I feel like people may have like doubted me or put me down or made me believe like, what am I? I'm a black dude from Gary, Indiana. Who do I think, you know, why, why would I think I would become a, a famous artist? You know what I'm saying? So every timing is everything, bro. It's just crazy how, how things just pan out, you know? I get it. I get into it with a lot of kids, young kids, um, because Indy Heat Gym Rats. I don't know if you remember, I played for them. Yeah, bro. So I, I, I do all of our digital marketing. I got, okay. I've been fortunate to lead a creative team, four or five kids, and they teach me so much because they're more advanced than we were at their exactly. age. At right. 16, they're hopping in the media space. They charging adults an arm and a leg for content. At right, 16, bro. so you walk around a junior or senior in high school, you got a couple of bands just off over the summer. And one thing that I have an issue is that like a lot of kids or some don't believe in free work or the opportunity free work can get you and put you in a place of opportunity. And when I first started, it was, it was hard because they were like, it was hard for me to sell to Mike that I do photography and videography <laughs> because they just knew Rico as, as a ball. So it's like, I have to start from ground zero and do almost a year's worth of free work to prove like my quality of work is great. Right, that I'm not just a ball player. Yeah. Like, um, 
but I, I just don't think that kids understand free work. And I don't, I don't think athletes understand it's okay to get out your comfort zone because once the ball do, do stop bouncing, what's, what's your next play? Right. What's next? Right. And, and I think most adults too don't want to do something new because of how long it takes to perfect that craft. Mm-hmm. Exactly, bro. So that's my, I, on that. I just think that it's a blessing that I, I know this information. I, I've been trying to link with like people in, in Gary or people where yeah. we're from that, that are on the same kind of, kind of, mindset that we're on to try to benefit and better our people bro because it's people don't know man if people don't know where we're from and all that is is opportunity is, is there is no opportunity you know what i'm saying so i mean i'm glad that i connected with you i'm glad that i know the people that i know in the city and i think that with nfts we we will be able to like do something big bro for for our people man i right. think so I, I appreciate it. I can't wait to have your Instagram out so people can check out your artwork and your um, your all your catalog and it's dope. When when you DM me, man, that's the don't be afraid to DM someone, people that's listening, if you want to make that relationship or that connection or or get on the platform. I randomly DM people all Especially not with you, bro. Yeah. I, I definitely like you're I know you, but yeah, like you're saying, like you never know. The worst that somebody can do is not reply back to you or tell you no. You gotta, you gotta take them chances, man. If if you didn't DM me, you probably wouldn't wouldn't be here this morning. And when you mm-hmm. reached out, I was like, say less, because it's it's the it's changing the landscape of the world. And it's like you gotta continuously give knowledge to people so they could be in tune. Like I talked to a lot of my peers who hoop about NBA Top Shot, and a lot of my guys who do highlights just like I do. It's like, hey man, one day we're not going to post this clip of this five-star getting dunked on where we're just going to put this as an NFT and let someone else purchase that. Because just yeah. like NBA Top Shop's a big deal, grassroots basketball and AAU is a big deal. Right. They just haven't created a platform yet for it, but all we have right. is... We're so, yeah. we're so early, Rico. So, <laughs> so I, I look at me as kind of like one of the pioneers of, I mean, I've been in the space, like I said, for it, six, seven months. It don't seem like a long time, but bro, it's, it's, I know pretty much everybody as far as like the big name artists. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I'm like, uh, I don't want to, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or nothing like that, but for real, like I've had art in China. I've had art in China. I've had art in New York. I've had art out here in Chicago. You saw the pictures at the gallery with the people that I'm real cool with. It's like, we can host events and not man after this bro we really gonna have to talk because we really can out in this chicago you know northwest indiana area bro we really can change lives man and and that's what i'm really trying to do bro i feel like it's my responsibility yeah how can i know this knowledge and not you know what i'm saying give it to purpose in life too exactly bro the whole new interior motive on like how i'm gonna wake up every day like i'm needed yeah i'm essential to the world now and it, I'm, I've never been so happy, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I wake up every morning and it's like, man, I have a purpose for real, for real. Yeah, and, and I never really felt like that from, you know, going through school and all that. Go, you know, I went to the military and everything. I never, I, I never had anything where I felt like this was my purpose. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like this is my purpose, bro. So I'm, I'm super You wake happy. up every day, like, 
I got to create, or let me yeah. get in this creative mode, or I have a reason to get on YouTube and, and, and look up this influencer to help inspire my work. Yeah. That's, I get a new high off business of basketball on like, Hey Mike, like, yeah, bro, you're trying to build a legacy Rico. I see it. And it's, it, you're trying to build that legacy. You're not doing stuff that you're doing for the money. You know what I'm saying? And I, me either, bro. I, I, the money will come, you know what I'm saying? If you're doing what you're supposed to do and helping the people and growing and everything, the, the money will come, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing this to, as a legacy play, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make legacy, bro. I, I look at last thing. I look at what, what I do. You play as a, as a Hooper, you do what? 12 years. No, no, no. High school, middle school, elementary for free hooping. <laughs> Yep. And then you get to college, you, you don't get compensated. At that time, when I was playing, we didn't get compensated to hoop until you become a pro. So you go through 15 years or 60 without getting paid. And then you, you finally get compensated. So like, for me, that was my mindset is like trying something new and not getting paid for it was like, I'm all in because I didn't do I didn't did this sport for 15, 16 years for free. Right. Let me just show you that I have a network and I'm going to build my catalog and I'm tired of Cody from the suburbs making money off one of my guys who's nationally known. Exactly. And, and my guy don't even know that he's getting a bag just to film you. Exactly. Bro. So, I mean, and that's another conversation, but like my why is way different than the average guy who goes to a gym and, and record highlights. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate it though, bro. And, and, I, and I can't yeah. wait to have a part two. And, and see, like, I always date back to, like, where you are now. And then, let's say, this summer, we catch up and, and talk about where you are now. So, I appreciate it's gonna you. Be, it's it's going to be crazy, man. The, the space is moving super fast. Um, I, I'm down to help anyone, like I said, with, with NFTs and just the whole process. Rico, if you, you say you do photography, I can hook you up, man, and get yeah. you get you started, bro, because it's it's – it's revolutionary, man. It really is, bro.